I love you guys. Thank you so much for sending a slice of the Space Coast to me once a week over here in San Antonio, Texas. So, are you just going to ask me questions and I can answer it and then we'll go from there? It's up to Edit out anything that makes me look stupid. I'll think about your pretty smile could Or if I say something really messed up that needs to be gone. A lot of times I look at you and I feel clean. I don't I don't call no girls in the middle like of the night. Now. You got the wrong number. Declan, you like the Foo Fighters? No. Welcome to another edition of You Just Mike Podcast. I'm sitting over here with Colleen with it. Hey. You totally made me feel like we were in Wayne's world just now. I just totally tried to. (laughs) He's like, also with us. Four, three. That was great. You didn't say two or one. Exactly. (laughs) Also with us is uh, Thaddeus Maximus, a.k.a. Tedward Kilogram. Hello. A.k.a. Tenacious T. Oh, I like that one the best. And also with you is Mr. Sky Geyser. Not you. How y'all doing? Great. Super. It's a Monday night. So we. I love that we're doing this on a Monday night. This is like I'm refre- I'm fresh. Yeah. It's Monday. We just got off the weekend. I still have some energy in me. Finally feel better. I'm so glad I'm hanging out with you guys. So what's been going on with you, Colleen? How you doing? I had a stomach bug, man. For like we had a almost fill-in. two weeks. We had a little fitness expert feeling sitting over there. She was like doing push-ups and podcasts. She's got the new place on Main Street, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. She's cool. She's come to the brewery. Yeah, so, all, she yeah. Did work, does stuff at the Run Club, mm-hmm. I think, too, and yeah. actually has run them or helped lead them or something. I remember she was located somewhere else in downtown, like kind of towards the beginning of downtown, you know, where yeah. the road splits, and she had that there. So that's really cool. Hey, she got a good like, spot Her work there. ethic is like unlike any neighbor I've ever had. <laughs> like, she, she's all the time running, biking. Yeah. Uh, her husband, he's a fireman. He's doing the same thing. Uh, they're always, What's her name? Uh, uh, Teresa. Teresa. Okay. Uh, I was Teresa. The motivation uh, station, Teresa right? Santos. Yeah. Santos Morgan. Santos. She's uh, is it Philippine? Is that what she said? Twice baked. Yeah, twice baked <laughs> Philippine. She's like, but I don't know any of the language. I don't know any Filipino stuff. But Tagalog. Santos is in the middle. That's cool. She's I'm awesome. They, they, they're down here all the time. She they come hang out in the pool. They come to all the parties on the holidays and everything. All right. Well, good, because that was a rough two weeks for me. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, so what was going on? What's happening? You guys all right? Yeah. We still went to the Blink-182 concert. Yeah, that was fun, huh? <laughs> like, I was not going to miss that. Yeah. I, no joke, like, told Brent, I'm like, we might have to go buy me some underwear, because, <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not missing this show. <laughs> like, I was leading. you see the leadingness? I'm not even ashamed, because, oh, like... Like I wouldn't be either. You know me. I can't even tell you. Like I, you know how long I was saying when Mark Hoppus had cancer, I was so sad because I was like, man, I never got to see them. And then when he beat cancer, and I saw Tom DeLonge posted something on his Instagram <laughs> with Mark Hoppus yeah. in it, and he had not in years because they never talked or anything. It was a bad breakup. Mm. I was like, I looked at Brent. I'm like, if they get back together, we are fucking getting tickets on the first day. I'm not missing this because like I miss Soundgarden. 
And like, yeah. that's one of my biggest regrets is like, I could have seen Soundgarden. Mm. And I think I went and saw Real Big Fish again for like the 20th time. Gotcha. And it's like, okay, if Blink comes, like there's certain bands that I'm like, if this actually comes to fruition, I'm taking my chance now. Yeah. Like if Oasis gets back together, I will find a way to fly to fucking London. <laughs> I will be going with Heather and Richard here on, <laughs> staying so with the sister and we'll see them because you know how music is yeah. for me. It's like Definitely. a big deal. So I was like, this sickness my mom's like, you're still going to go? Like, cause she saw how sick I was. I hadn't eaten days. I'm like, mom, like it's been almost eight <laughs> days now that I've been sick. Like, like I'm it, not mom. contagious and I'm going to fucking go. This is a punk rock show. So, so how do you guys prepare for something like this? This is like a journey of leaving the house with, uh, with stomach issues. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, the title is going to be poop. On this episode, by oh, the way. don't do that. Try to do something cool like that. Blink 180 poo. Oh, <laughs> but nothing like that happened there. I mean, we were actually good at the hotel. Like, by the time we got there, I was the excitement had taken over and the adrenaline was just <laughs> Dude, that was the best. <laughs> like, like, listen, this show, I guess. So, we get tickets right when, when the Blink 182 finally gets back together, and, and I feel okay. so vindicated. Because I told everybody at the brewery, I'm like, mark I'm my words, they're going to get back together. Everyone's like, no, they won't. No, they won't. Like, yes, they fucking will. Told you, Richard. And so they did. And we got great seats. We paid good money for good seats. We got the hotel that's literally across from the venue. Oh, fucking nice hotel on the water. Like, we spent a good chunk of change a year ago mm-hmm. for this trip. This is like what we do. So like, it's going. Yeah. So how have- do you prepare? Like, what are you, what are you bringing with you? Like, what are the meds? <laughs> for that, AD. Is yeah, it, you gotta take things that huge make things you not want to poop right we had huge things of Pepto and Imodium and that was it because yeah. like there was really nothing else we could even keep down so but by the time we got there it was like I, I was just so excited about the show itself that I was ready I was like I is, felt is fine that, is that healthy like uh, uh, something I've done a lot for a lot too so when, when you have the runs when you gotta poo right and it's a liquidy where you know it's like at any point just anything could change your day for the worse Don't, doesn't the emodium ad's they just make it go away that, for they the work day. instantly they work instantly yeah do you wear a sponge <laughs> i mean like it's crazy no, how well it, it works so no it just it yeah. just works like i've had to go to work you know and feeling bad with the bubble guts it's like what's it doing in there you know and you just <laughs> pop that in there and it just like seals it yeah it seals the, like a little guy down there no just sir. seals the tunnel you ain't getting through <laughs> <laughs> you done you done son uh, and then you uh uh can get home and then boom you just Back to the races. Hey, whatever it is, it it works. It gives you that time away that you need. But I was like, I was prepared. And I I felt like it was going to be fine because like for the eight days, the worst was in the mornings. Like getting like through that night's sleep when you wake up, it's just like it was horrible. And then in the afternoons, you're like, oh, maybe I'm getting better. And then you go to sleep and you wake up, it's all over again. You're like, God damn. I'm so glad I feel better today. Today's like the first day I actually, well still having eating issues like eating is scary but would you rather have the flu like t would you rather have like like a fever and just sweating and just feeling bad in and out of consciousness you know in bed or would you rather have like hardcore week-long bubble guts number two you'd rather have just pooping but being able to be conscious yeah because i'm active i feel like I don't like getting cooked by fever. Yeah. But I 
don't mind like maybe a reset. You get everything out and just, I mean, <laughs> yeah. getting cooked is not. I like the re- I yeah. think he's being more like I think professional I'd, in his mannerisms with the. I'd rather have the fever, the man. Terminology. Like after yeah. what I just went through. Well, how long is the fever going to last? <laughs> a week? Or, what, you know? uh, 72 hour. Oh, because I'll like, do that. It, it wasn't even like I was like. Three days. Pooping all day. Three days of sweat <laughs> over uh, seven days of. Depends on how hot I'm going to get. Poop. My dad got real hot when he was a kid and it burned out one of the nerves in his ear. What? I think it's oh, so he couldn't be like a fly jets because he couldn't hear some beeps. Mm. Wow. wow. Uh, so your seventh I mean, cranial like, nerve, it, something like you that. You get up to a certain temperature, there's damage. I yeah, I don't want to cook. Down. I don't like cooking. Yeah, yeah. Yes, but man, that stomach pain is like. Because it's, it's like even yeah. after you get everything out, like I was still so cramped <laughs> that I was you're like, pretty, yeah, you're worthless. Like in a, for a, little a bit. fetal position, and even like the sight of food, it was nice losing that weight real quick, though. I, I'm sorry if I had a little fun on the text to you and Brent. Oh no, it was I fine. Found out last week. <laughs> I think he enjoyed it. I, he did. He was I, very impressed already, with his answers. You know, I already put that group chat on silent. Excuse <laughs> <laughs> the starts going off between you two. I'm like, it's like I always feel bad. All my group chats are on silent. So then I'll open up notifications like you have 20 on messages i'm like oh fuck i bet it's that and scott i started doing that too because my phone just go off non-stop so yeah it's just like when you're around somebody it's like kind of rude to have it constantly yeah. going off which i don't mind group chats but it's like i have to remember to go back and fucking check them <laughs> yeah totally. on <laughs> so terrible oh we were blowing you up right oh it was on <laughs> yeah. dude it was on but i wouldn't have known <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. as soon as it starts happening i'm like Brad i know where this sit is on the toilet just well, reading them and scroll and that's where i am when i'm do doing you know what's scrolling. really really annoying is that all of you mother effers have iphones yes and i oh, don't that's right so yeah. every time somebody likes a fucking message or laughs at a message i get an entire notification that says dad loved scott's and then it's all of scott's entire text messages rewritten out <laughs> So it's like I have double messages on everything, so cool. every group chat I have. Because, like, I guess I'm the only person hey Brent, get her that a has iPhone an Android. I'm not, not a chance. You couldn't pay me a switch. What? I hate, I hate Mac. What? Like, all the Macs. What? Yeah, the, our computer at work what? was in that. Yeah. Mm-mm. Oh, man. No. You give me one. I'm like, how do you go back? <laughs> like, that's how, like, I don't know how to do shit. You just like this. <laughs> no, I just one finger. Brinch has got a Google phone's first time he hasn't had like the okay. same Samsung kind of phones that we've had forever. Yeah. And it's like, I can't figure out how to fucking even work that one. <laughs> I'm in trouble. You're going to be that old person that doesn't know how to use the computer. No, I can oh, use computers. Man. It's Crazy. just the cell phones. Like, I don't know, man. I haven't really been on it much anyways. I was over helping my dad this weekend work on things on all his te- technology, you know, all his yeah. computers and his phone and getting his passwords done and getting this changed and this upgraded. It's needed. It's like Brent be- takes care of all that stuff. So I just, I'm like, if I have any problems, I just go right to him. I'm very lucky. So it's like, nice. I don't have to pay attention yeah. to technology too much. Scott. Oh no, Shaq's falling. <laughs> Shaq just fell. Scott has a life-size cardboard cut out of Shaq and he just fell down. I kind of wanted him to fall for a while. He's, fell, he's fallen a few times. He's been all around this room. I need to find a better spot for him, permanent spot. Like, where'd you even get that? From Blockbuster or something? Charlie got it on, I think, <laughs> probably on Facebook Marketplace or something at some point. But he also found that. So, wait, you like haven't had this thing forever? Like, No, I got that from Charlie like five years ago, four or five years ago. When somebody gives you something like this, aren't you irritated? You're like, the thing's big as fuck. No, where am I supposed to put it? Room. I love having Shaq in here. Yeah, that's okay. cool. Yeah, Shaq's the man. 
It's like those big skeletons people have out in their houses for Halloween, like the ones that are the size yeah. of their house. Like, where the fuck do you those put that? So, I think they rent them. Or they have a whole shed in the back that's right. just Halloween or an attic. Where do people put, like, especially your neighborhood? They have to have separate places yeah. for all their stuff. You're going to need one soon. There's a detached soon. garage or there's an attic or there's somewhere. Garage full. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah, because there's a lot. Yeah. It is a great mystery. <laughs> so, T man, how's it going? Great, great, really yeah. good. Yeah. How's your bowels? Everything's good down there. You're healthy. Yeah. Everything's yeah. solid. Mm-hmm. Nice, man. Thank you. Dad, tell us about that Ice Cube thing. Oh, I just saw Ice Cube on um, Joe Rogan, and I just saw him with, uh, is it Piers Morgan? Mm-hmm. Is that- okay. Yeah. Uh, what did you, I, I didn't get to see the Piers Morgan it, interview. It was just a little uh, clip about AI and okay. relative to artists, among other things, mm. you know? That's a, that's a good conversation. Yeah. Um, that's kind of a big topic, really, isn't it? Because you got the, the Writers Guild that's going through their mess right now, their strike, and now the Actors uh, Guild just went up. And T, I want you to take back over this conversation here in a second, but Fran Drescher. I saw her. She is the head of the Actors Guild. Did you find that weird when you found that out, too? I've loved her my (laughs) entire life. I always thought she was so hot. The nanny. The nanny. It's such a good show. It, oh my! Like yeah, and she does the same thing as what's her name? Janice. From Janice mm-hmm. from Friends. She was the original Janice. Oh, uh, it's and it's uh, hearing her speak because that's her voice. Mm-hmm. But hearing her speak, and just, she's still beautiful. She and was like way hotter when I saw her talk. Like how yeah. how she like was so stern. I was like, yeah. damn girl, like. Because at first I'm like, Fran Drescher, really? But then I heard her talk. I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, she's a very good actress. Yeah. She had me thinking she was actually the nanny. <laughs> like, like to think that she was one of the most wild on uh, on t- in TV shows, but, like, Leah Remini mm-hmm. was one of my, like, top fives forever. Yeah. Like, she's just the hottest thing. <laughs> and then you find out, like, all the Scientology and all the crazy background stuff when she was on Joe Rogan. And, you know, talks about all that stuff, man. And it's like, Fran's, Fran's intelligent. <laughs> Look at her. She's killing it. So they're striking because of the AI stuff. Yeah. And it will, and writers aren't getting paid enough and everything else, right? Yeah. It, it, it's, I mean, T, what, what were they saying on, on the show? Well, I remember uh, Ice Cube was saying, like, if, you know, somebody dies and they try to have a AI write a song, you know, kind of in their... Mm-hmm. And they're dealing and fake them doing it. It's not really them, or Ooh. or yeah, just any circumstance like that. It's um. You're you're a musician. How do you feel about that? If you made a song that you worked your ass off on, okay, or if you got like even some of the bands you produced, like Kyle and even a mile, right? You help them with uh, with uh, producing uh, their tracks and everything. Uh, what if somebody they hit it big one day with a big song, you know, you helped them on, and some AI f- uh, function took that song and made it almost just a little different, but made it, you know, themselves? How would you feel about it? Well, I know that if I had anything to do with it or was advising anybody, I'd be like, find it in the contract and don't let it happen in the first yeah. place. Yeah, you know, or 
Yeah. So that's how most people probably feel about that. But well, aren't they also worried? I mean, I feel like as a musician, I'd be more worried about what happens to my likeness after I leave. Like what people yeah. could do with my voice, my words, mix them up, put them out, and say it was me, and it isn't me. And it's like, I don't know. I mean, all of the apps that we use on our phones right now, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, uh, they all have the filters and the features for you to change your voice, your face, to screenshot your face and put it on somebody else with their voice or your voice on their face, you know, back and forth. We can already do all that even right now. And it's kind of scary to think about because there is no regulation fully on it. On the internet, there's no rights and we almost don't want them, right? We like everything free and open and, and we want, you know what I mean? Like it gets gooey up there. Yeah. But down when you're talking about, Writing a song, I think that people, I mean, AI can't predict every song that's going to get wrote or every twist on a, yeah. a melody. It's, you know, they can pop out some stuff, but when you individuals. What about you know, a writer? I can tell Chad GBT to say, hey, I would, I would like you to write something with this style of this writer and in and, and this format and give me this many words. And they can write it. It'll rewrite it for you in a, in a stylist way that's uh, close to who you ask. Saw somewhere today that somebody was being interviewed talking about that. And they're like, yeah, but the AI has never had real heartbreak or real loss. Exactly. And like won't be able to convey that when they're like how a writer would actually be able yes. to from the actual emotion standpoint and that it's coming I like from. That. And it's still like if we're dumping it all in a funnel and talking about it all, it's still human stuff. Even though AI is putting it out, yeah. it's, you know. It's based on it stuff that human, came from us. And it is learning from what it's hearing us or, or or experiencing or, you know, computing us type out to the Internet, all the data that it's collecting. So it might be a cool story that gets rewrote and everybody goes, oh, that's cool. It's this and that. But nuts and bolts, it came from AI or it like didn't. What if there's an AI movie thing? A hybrid. You can just say, hey, just watch all the Star Wars and then uh, write me another one called Moon Wars. And it and just make it better, but make it better. And what if it could just compute a movie out better than Star Wars and have the all of the anthology? Dude, I'm not when I start that thinking true, about this, and my mean, mind is going like, like it's crazy, like, right? I mean, yeah, it's us though, kind of. You so know, like what hey, Ice Cube is fighting like to have the rights. I mean, like, is it an AI thing? He's just trying to make people aware. Is this like Napster with Metallica and like, hey, we need to make sure we're getting our money. Like, is he worried more about money or like what? I didn't feel like he was vying for any group or anybody, but he was kicking out like a personal perspective and just. I got to watch this. It was cool. And yeah. uh, can, can I, can I, yeah. can I just totally spitball for this real quick? Cause I kind of got a, a thought. Hit it. All right. Scott thought. Scott thought. Yeah. All right. I'm going to uh, ring a bell. <laughs> Mark that. I like that. Uh, okay. Um, you say Napster, right? Napster had such a big uh, influence. Like, it was the coolest shit in the world to get a, the, the, yes. a cable modem. <laughs> and we had a friend get raided by the FBI. Uh, now, is you got to crack that I open, man. That's, that's cool. That's a true story. No, he, their house, he, yes. He got all his computers and everything confiscated and had to go to jail. And He went to jail? Dude, like, he had to deal with a lot of stuff. 
I, I always, I've always heard about this. Like, oh, somebody in Titusville got raided and they had yeah. all these DVDs, but I yeah. never saw confirmation of it. It was a year. I, I don't know. Hey, yeah, what year? It had to be what like year? Like 2000 or something, right? Yeah, this was back in 98, 99. No, because I was. About 2000. About 2000. Yeah. Because I. See, I. Because uh, Napster didn't even come out until around then. I. Well, I. Uh, uh, me and my ex wife got together in like 98 or 99. I graduated in 97. Uh, I was hanging out with uh, with Ke- you know Kev, yeah, uh, uh, Kevster. Shout out to uh, my guy up there. Um, uh, we hung out, and he was like the older brother to me in a way, and and, and kind of showed me the ropes of going to like a nightclub to a rave, and even experiencing things like ecstasy and stuff like that, you know. And he was just like, uh, uh, he showed me a lot about music. Like he told me about good music, what's not good music. Like you know, uh, he was very into a lot of like certain people, and and I just followed it, and it was really good, and I, I loved his advice and all that. Then come to find out, the mf'er you know uh, has servers in his house, downloading every song in the world through all these IRC sharing softwares. And Napster, you know, is one of them. LimeWire. And those are all some of them, but that's not all. I mean, he was he was more in, he wasn't into that. Like, one day, this was like in 2008 or nine, you know, like years later, 2010. Uh, he comes over to my house and he's like, hey, I'm in part of this uh, popcorn website called Pass the Popcorn. And he goes, uh. Uh, I used to be an admin there, and I used to help run this thing. It's a movie sharing app, uh, software, and uh, oh, he still got it. And and he came over, and he like all of a sudden like sent me this link, right? That I clicked on, and it got me access to this private website called Pass the Popcorn. And what it is, it's this you download a, a file sharing mm-hmm. app thing, and that connects to it. And when you download the, those things on the, their website, it'll say your user account, you downloaded this much, okay? Uh, you downloaded five movies. You can only download five movies a month maybe, you know, or 10 movies, you know, uh, a year because it's capped out. They don't want people just going and downloading yeah. everything and not sharing it with other people. So they have this point sharing system and this whole that there's, thousands of people on this thing and whenever a new movie came out uh, and they got a rip or the hack version of a high quality of it they would list it with screenshots and describe you know everything about it like hey this is really good this is bad the sound isn't the best like it'll go through and some someone would download it fix it and then upload it say sounds fixed you know what i mean like all this it was just and he gave me like a billion points so that he goes, you have enough a billion points. points. Like he just like gave me an account. This and, is, and this is the guy the that just he went account. to jail for the Napster stuff. Yeah, the... and got the owner of the account to give me all of these points, so I could just download movies all I wanted if I, you know, if I wanted to. And it was like, did you do it? No. Like this sounds so sketchy. <laughs> he already saw him yeah. get busted. No, but I mean, like, but no. But like, yeah. okay, listen, this guy's coming at you saying this in your head. Are you like, are you fucking crazy? This sounds thing, illegal. It was as the fuck. coolest thing in the world. Was it me. illegal though? Yeah, right. Dude, you can't steal right. movies. So like, yeah. how it's real bad? 
Like, you're oh asking me, we're on a podcast that this is going right, on the you're internet. Right, you're right. I have not done any of these things. I know somebody else. <laughs> I've done all these things. I know somebody else that I chat all with. All those computers are thrown away. That I chat with. <laughs> I'm going to burn everything. Watches a lot of stuff from like uh, Australia. That For some reason, we can't watch fucking Australian shows. And I'm like, how are you watching this? Oh, you got to download this app. I'm like, okay, this is like a shady app. Like, I'm looking like... How do you not have any issues Supposedly. like downloading these shady fucking websites and like not thinking they're not going to take over your like I feel like I'm welcoming in they're hackers and shit when I'm doing supposed, that. Supposedly, do we bought DVD copiers? Supposedly, no, you didn't. Dude, well, yeah, you could buy them on, uh, on Newegg.com or anything and just hook it up to your computer. And then if you had like downloaded a DVD movie or a CD like of a uh, uh, like made a CD or whatever, uh, you could just copy it. You know, and then boom, because I showed my stepdad and all them because they had like a like a, a big screen TV and a movie viewing area, and he liked to buy DVDs. We were just downloading, and you could burn the DVD movies onto a thing, and it was just for our personal use. We didn't make them for other people, but we just would burn the DVD, and then we had a website where you could download the, the DVD covers. And print them out of an inkjet yeah. printer. So we would print them out of an inkjet printer and then use a, a little slicer. And then we'd put the insert into the, we'd on eBay buy the blank DVD cases. Yeah. Buy a thousand of them for 20 bucks, you know. And then we'd get a bunch of nice high end color printer paper and then we'd download all the movie covers. Custom. Yes, we kids, know. this is how we used yeah, to have to get our movies and music. And so, like, <laughs> we wouldn't have previews or commercials. It would go right to the menu and you'd watch the movie. And it's all because of Kevster, man. All because of my boy Kev. Hat tip. Yeah, man. And he showed it, but music, he was like, he had connections with like people under the stairs, like some of like underground hip hop groups. Like he knew a lot of people just by his, he was, he liked to game and play games and stuff. Like it just sounds like such and a. He was online, man. He was too He's got to keep the up internet. with so much. He was, much. Yeah, like, he was so intelligent. He must have just been like, like all in on that like he's like this is what i like like to be able to be that savvy and be able to pick up on that kind of knowledge that yeah. early on in the game oh my and, god and he has a lot of friends around here that that know him so much better than me i only got like a little piece of kevin that i know him of you know a couple years here and there and then as we got later he in passed life, away right yeah because then he worked with me with the t-shirt company for a little while then he moved up to like georgia and then north Somewhere else up north. You feel like you probably yeah. even couldn't get like a regular job after that, right? Because it must be so like the adrenaline and the thrill of like learning something new, being able to be like, I'm hooking my friends up with like some cool ass shit. Like, because back then that was the only way I ever even got to like listen to certain like punk songs and like bands that I never had access to before. Like living in Port St. John, like the record stores only have so much stuff. And I needed people to show me like, hey, have you ever heard this band? You just download it right on a CD. Ben Berger used to make me like mixed like CDs all the time of different punk bands. I loved it so much because it was like, it was so cool at the time that like, what? I can actually like make my own CD. Like this, it was such a simpler time. But, and we also didn't know what we were doing by destroying our computers. Like, oh my God. I just threw out so many DVDs and CDs just recently. They're all CDs? You're keeping all them? T, those are all my CDs from my downloads over the years. Rad. <clears throat> well, like movies, uh, songs? Like, this, this is all music. 
like these are all like uh you know i you know some of my you know that you it's buy, like a relic but then like like <laughs> you know that song i want to ride my bicycle yes yeah we got that's the only song that's on this cd right here and this cd used to sit in my truck you know in a certain spot tour if you're riding down the street and you saw someone riding their bicycle yeah pop it in you pops it in real quick you roll down all the windows and you turn it up as loud as possible <laughs> and you just go real slow uh we saw it on the internet like a viral video. that's actually pretty funny and they chased this kid these guys in, in a car with i want to ride my bicycle all like dude, there's a whole neighborhood they kept finding him in different cuts and they're like oh there he is and they'd go up to him and play the song real loud and the kid would just look and smile you know but he, you know he felt like a, oh leave me alone how else are you supposed to react you know <laughs> leave me alone. shenanigans God, this i was so days. proud of myself for making that one cd did you have like a big napster collection oh big time i had a oh, collection yeah. I had multiple copies of songs because I wanted to go through and find the best quality one and I'd weed them out and delete the, you know what I mean? I had probably, there's probably 50 or 60 CDs here that are just MP3s, like just 650 megabytes of MP3s. So you were like the guy that had the stuff because like yeah. my parents would never let me download shit on the computer, right? Yeah. So you always had to find that friend who had a computer that was willing yeah. to take that risk and put LimeWire and put Napster and all yep. that on there and download it. Cause yep. like the viruses you would get. And like sometimes some song downloads, like mm -hmm. it's going to take three days. What? The internet is, uh, oh, that's yeah. why you want it to Forgot. be free. Like we were talking about earlier, man. It's like, cause all of this innovation and uh, learning and like this life experience that we all had. Yeah. I mean, the music industry is doing just fine. You know what I mean? Uh, but it's not cool that we did it. You know what I mean? It's not cool that ultimately when you look back, you're like, a lot of people probably lost out on some some paychecks because of that, you know. And it's not the small, smaller artists so much. It was the bigger ones, but the smaller ones probably got hit too. But now look at where know? the internet has gone. Now those artists but don't now, need the record labels, and, and now, now they're making their own but money. But now they're throwing it up. There is, there's a lot of different ways, and, and, and usually things do evolve, hopefully, for the better. I but, hope so, because what's happening with the movies evolve, and TV and streaming and how yeah. these people are not getting paid that way that they used yeah. to back in the day, that needs to be fixed. Well, and see, that that's the point, is as things evolve, if you don't evolve with them, then you kind of grow out of it, right? Yeah. So as like a business sometimes grows itself out of business by not evolving with the times. Yeah. But sometimes, and then it can come back and even be more golden if you don't, if you're patient enough and wait. And you can ride through. You could maybe be uh, vintage at some point or something that's even a higher level. But a lot of people, you have to, you know, you have to change with the times or else. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, the writers and the actors, they're seeing the changing of the times mm -hmm. before them. And they're trying to get in front of it and because we are smarter as a, as a, as a you know, humanity is smarter now. Yeah. We have more tools to, for us to make more informed and better decisions. But it's like you want to make sure that the people that are uh, ultimately agreeing with those decisions at least have a, a base of knowledge of understanding of what's being discussed and not some archaic way of just, you know, no, because I don't understand it. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the innovation process. And with music, you're going to have people that are making a whole lot of money that doesn't want anything to change. And then you're going to want a people that has an idea to make a whole lot of money that wants things to change. And until that intersection crosses in the right way, it's it's a minefield. 
you know, and that's then you got all these people waiting kind of on all ends. Who's going to win this fight, you know, and then so I can jump into that that realm. Man, it's complex. The AI sucks there, but now I heard that the AI is able to detect things in your body and brain and stuff so much quicker that they can find like things that are wrong with you. Like even with Alzheimer's research and stuff, like they catch at a certain point, there's medications that they're finding can slow it. So it's like, in a way, like it'll be great. I hope for medicine. Can you imagine? Like nano doctors, you know, and you're just going to have like some little app on an iPhone. They probably won't be on an Android phone. So you want to get Apple. Oh my God. <laughs> like the oh, iPhone. please. Android it, will have the, it out two years before I want you guys. I nano. <laughs> Uh, if it's me, because I will trust it more than the Android Nano. Same. No. Yeah, the i Nano is going to be so much more advanced than the A Nano. We know this to be a fact. Because Android will come out with it first, then you guys will wait and then copy everything. Be like, look at all these features, and Android will be like, we've been rocking with those for two years. Yeah, but but we made it better and more stable. Whatever. got a little battle going on like i I feel like i feel like like all these iphone stuff is like for little kids i don't know my iphone does not break every very advanced features i guess it's exactly what i needed to do all all the the people in my life that are very like internet technical all of them like do not use that like they okay don't Uh, i'm gonna give you i have never had apple until i met t over here but he's a musician exactly Mm -hmm. okay Exactly. Uh, I was always like my first conversations with you, Thad, were I'm a a Windows guy. (laughs) You know, like you're showing me logic and these, you know, the software on Apple. And I'm looking at these keyboards and I'm looking at this little hand thing that you just wave your fingers on and it just does things rather than a mouse. Because I was going to computer. Me and uh, Aaron were going to computer shows. We were buying uh, motherboards and memory and hard drives and video cards mm-hmm. all separate and then building computers out of them and putting bigger hard drives and putting water cooling in them. And it was all Windows and PC, Windows 95, mm-hmm. Windows 98. I bought every version of Windows that has ever been brought out other than the free update ones nowadays because I was all in on Windows. I've had to reinstall Windows on computers a thousand times i do it four or five times a day sometimes trying to rebuild these computers and get i was all windows anything apple's stupid i tried to get on a mac at a uh some mall i'm like yeah you know just yeah one yeah, one no, click that's how i feel <laughs> arcane and and i was i was android all the way through most of the phones until like it was like a an iphone like six or seven and i finally got one I didn't like it. Well, I, I'm on a Mac because back in the day, like probably in the 90s, I think that, you know, the Mac computers had like applications like Mark of the Unicorn or whatnot yep. that were fun and intuitive for artists. It very intelligent but, gaming. But too. the Windows deal was all like uh, square, you know, it didn't. Yeah, pixelated. Well, point. and it was a lot of just techie stuff kind of. I mean, they didn't. Yes. Yeah. And now they both can do the same thing, right? Or like Microsoft, your Microsoft. I'm more willing to get like a a MacBook to work on or something like that. But when it comes to my phone, like I just don't know why the. Well, and it even uh, like it was AOL, the AOL instant messenger started putting those CDs out. So we had this, this computer windows computer in our old house. Nobody ever turned the thing on. Never. Start getting these Windows CDs, and 
I'm 16, you know, and I'm going, what is this? You know, and I'd take it and I'd put it in the computer and turn the computer on and it would install it on the computer and then it would try to dial up. Mm -hmm. And you're like, what are you dialing up to? Like, what's happening here? Like, who am I connecting to? And, you know, get on the online, right? Get on the internet. Uh, find a, a, a phone a phone thing, so ripped it out of the wall or you know, phone get, jack. get a phone jack, put it behind the uh, computer into the little modem thing. Yep. And it would dial into the internet and you create you a 30 day free account. You know, you get on there and get in chat rooms yeah. and talk to people. And dude, it was awesome. I know, I really and and it's all, all it's that, all but... PC based, man. It was all yeah, you know, Windows and stuff. <clears throat> but at school we had Macs. Like I first learned a computer on a Mac because my mom was a teacher, so the computer she had at yeah. home was that. But then once the PCs were out, that just seemed that's just what PCs we had. PCs had Oregon and... Trail, man. Best game yeah, ever. Yeah, but didn't created. Macs have it too? Probably. I don't I'm know. pretty sure they did, dude. I don't know. <laughs> I can't Remember, how did we get here? We had that uh, rabbit hole. How did we go on this? Computer Shopper. Remember that? It was in Titusville. It was a magazine f- yeah. about computers before the uh-huh. internet. I remember that. And then they had uh, the Novatech computers. We'd always go. They're still around, I think. We'd go up there. It's off Hopkins. Napster. That's how we got here. Yeah. yeah. Napster. And, and, and Kevin. Yeah. Kevin. And yeah. And me. Well, and the 90s are coming back. And ever. I feel like we're like reliving them right now. I might get a beeper. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had a beeper. Yeah. Six, six dollars a month. Policy. We'll just do all of our chats on beepers now. Yeah. Okay. We'll spell out words. That, I, One, four, three. Well, that, that, <laughs> that's where texting first came from, right? Yeah. Is that. using the, the, was it? Well, You'd have to like figure out what the. the is there anything pre that? Pre beeper were yes. one four three and all these things were being coded. Jimmy Beach's giant phone. Oh really? Yeah. It was like a car phone. It was like one of them old school, like you see, like yeah. big old, you know, with the <laughs> yeah. the rubbery kind of antenna. Yeah, we used to have one. Oh my gosh! My stepdad had one in his car. Before that, it was a ham radio and yeah. a CB. That's right. Well, at the kids' school, their teachers just did like their end of the year party thing with therapists, and it was a '90s prom. And I remember that one of the teachers was like, hey, what, what kind of styles do you think of when you think of the 90s? And I'm like, I can't believe like I'm at that age like now. Like I remember when bell bottoms and stuff were coming back in the yeah. 90s and they were yeah. trying to get mixed in. My mom was like thinking, oh, my God, this is shit I used to wear. And now it's happening. And I saw a picture of Ava, Charlie's daughter, yep. wearing an outfit that I had exactly of in high school. And I'm like, wow. What that's brand like, it's what really- was it? It was, Ava was wearing just a black dress and she had some uh, the, the chunky, thick-soled black, like, com- they oh. weren't Converse, but they were the boots. Yep. And I was like, that is exactly how we yeah. used to dress. And I see your daughter, same. I, I She's got the same shoes I used to have. All Allie wears, it's all that. It's all like, coming back again, like, I, just like they said it would. When I went to Kentucky, I went shopping for her and I got these band shirts for her. And one of them in particular, it's, a, it's the yellow submarine Beatles shirt and oh, it's cool. brown. And it's done. It looks like it's like made in the seventies. It's so badass. Yeah. And she did she her favorite shirt. Did you guys watch it yet? Yellow Submarine. No. The movie. Yeah, the cartoon. No. Mm-mm. I've got a hole in my pocket. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a cool movie. I I saw the the Beatles musical movie that was what from the two thousands. They did a song, or they did a movie, and it was all Beatles songs, and it was a, it was all musically done. Okay, I, I think I kind of remember. No, but I don't like, remember seeing conversation it. or dialogue in the movie, but it was every Beatles song and this whole story with it. It was amazing. So weird because like I never, I didn't grow up listening to them. Okay. So it's like 
I know I like their stuff, but it doesn't have like the same meaning like it does to Charlie and stuff, yeah, you know, oh, like, yeah. I mean, I mm-hmm. appreciate it yep. because of bands that I feel that way about. That's yep. where they got their influence from. Exactly. So I can appreciate it. But yeah, I should watch some stuff on that. I bet it'd be really interesting. The Beatles. Who are some of Were you like a Beatles or like, well, why do they always compare Beatles, Beatles to Stones? Didn't they who come out like way different your, times? Who did your dad play at your house when you were a kid? Uh, Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. And... uh yeah, Paul McCartney. We the all Beatles. think of Johnny Cash as Walking Phoenix now <laughs> from the movie. Um, what was that one song? I don't know if it was. When I think of Johnny Cash, I think of uh, him redoing that Hurt song, that Nine Inch Nails. How crazy oh, yeah, his cool. voice sounded like. Wow. Like that people guy, try to sound like that. That guy had a life. That guy, very interesting. Yeah. So he, was it like a hardcore kind oh, of like that? So like I don't know how to call it, like country rock like kind of like well no it was all kind of stuff but a lot of um well I mean in the sixties it was the Are Beatles we allowed and to stuff. Ask your age? What year were you born? Uh, sixty four. So yeah, you got to experience so much music. Yeah, there's like, a lot generation yeah. like because I always try to explain like. To the younger folk like in the 90s i you thought were 15 was 15 when i was born it was like the coolest thing because like we had rap we had rock we had so much yeah. stuff just coming i remember out that once, yeah but like you got to see it all from the very like beginning just it's change. cool yeah it's cool i like uh what i got to see what i got to feel and now being here with the the, the computers and all that there's so many people that's writing a, that's true. making music it's it's really cool to see i mean i mean it's it, it's absolutely amazing how many people are on that was one of the things that we got, you know, Napster and all these other apps. They had file sharing, came after Napster with uh, applications, not just music, you know, and stuff. And uh, that's where, like, this, uh, I actually went to a, a, a Best Buy and bought Acid Loops. Yep. The hip-hop looper thing where you could, and you could oh, you do the Acid own- House, Acid Rock. They had all the different things. And then there was that guitar center place on 50 when you're going out to the floor yes. of the mall on the left it's side. Still there. Sam, Sam Ash? Yeah. Was it? Before, Sam Goody? Before no, that, yeah. it was something else before that. Yeah. It was and something. before that, we had to drive all the way to Tampa. Oh, really? My God. Yeah. And I remember we got low pressure, had to decide like Mac or this uh, Insonic performance keyboard that you could write and perform on. And we took, we didn't. Y'all went Sonic. In Sonic, yeah, it was a key. You could, we could multi-track record and stuff, and do all kind of other stuff on yeah. on that instead of getting a Mac. But yeah, it was. We had to go all the way to Tampa for anything that music store before the the one in Orlando. Wow, wow, yeah, it was a long drive. Were you Dude. so stoked that one opened in Orlando? Yeah, <laughs> oh yes, God. yes. Dude, we'd go down there, and you know, like it was awesome going in those stores. So expensive. So where do people so go now? Stuff. I mean, that's still there, right? Like, where do musicians go now to get all uh, their stuff? There's a oh, there, website but, called Sweetwater. Yeah, I get yeah, a Sweetwater you, you can't go and, like, try it out. Like, there's not, like... You can are just there, have it shipped Yeah, you can you, still go to the like store, it, though. Send it right back. Because, oh. like, I know around here, I never credit. see that. Like, you can't go into Gold Tone, though, and be like, hey, can I try out your shit, or can you? I think there's a little place on Garden Street now. Maybe. I don't know about Gold Tone, but I think... Sure that they have. I mean, a how cool is that? We have a I, I place that makes showroom. instruments. Gold in Tone is in badass, Tyson, yeah. And a friend that's worked there for a very long time doing great things. Chris Pariso had tip. I mean, like, 
That was always That's, really cool. And I mean, it'd be cool to actually talk to them sometimes. If we ever got Chris Breeze on here to talk about music, I would pass out. (laughs) He's very quiet. We chatted him up recently. We chatted Gold Tone up. Uh, Frank did. And there's some some hot stuff going on. Uh, Let's take a break. And then let's come back and let's talk about Frank and Believe. Cool. Okay. You know what I mean? Because I know he's got some stuff. I know you know a little bit about what's going on with him, right? Indeed. We got to get him on the show. Yeah, I miss Frank. You can ask Frank. He was at my class reunion this weekend. Was he? I wasn't there. I got stuck with Frank in the mud oh, yeah. recently. Yeah, oh, we got to hear the story. Okay, all right. Out. Right. the gong oh tell me tell me when the nunchucks are right there (laughs) oh cue the gong he really did move cue the gong yeah well we're not back yet are you i think we do better than that where's the thing where's the mallet yeah let me find something tacky hey your nunchucks are back there and didn't it come with a mallet dude do a flying jump kick through it (laughs) what Family. You're gonna have to work on your skills. And we are back. I can be. I'll, I'll sound it at that. Hey, we'll master that to you. Yeah, right. Ooh, it sound <laughs> awesome. Tonight we practice the gong. Yes. <laughs> gong with the wind. Oh my god. <laughs> there's oh a my little, god. There's a little drum over there. You could do a king gong. Yep. King gong. Oh my garage. Like. Oh, yeah, Frank. So let's talk about Frank. So is he in Belize right now or is he home now? This is Frank Rob. Yes, Alligator Rob of Ears. He's back, but he... Uh, when did he get back? Exactly. Because <laughs> like, Because when you look at his social media, you'll see some Belize and maybe he's there, maybe he's not. It's because he's oh, smart. He's so famous. <clears throat> you don't want people to know when you're not home. Yeah, he, he has this whole aura. And I know one of his social media directors. I know one of them. I know one. I know the Instagram guy. You sound kind of threatening. Just like I know. Yeah, one. I know yeah. Frank. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's a big secret. Okay, just let, it's a let big secret. Let let it just be a mystery. Frank doesn't post. He's so Frank was in Belize. How He's breadcrumbing he, over how here. How long was he there? He can't be studying gators and water and and networking with all these amazing people and post on social media. No, he must have hired somebody. He has some peeps. Well, I, hope I know so. one. Okay. 
Just to print t-shirts. Well, oh my God, of course. <laughs> Dad, how long was he gone? Like, uh, are we talking like weeks? No, no. He was just gone for like a, a week maybe. Okay. And yeah, he went down to Belize uh, to work with other people who are in the, I hope I say this right, the- Crocodilian. Crocodile Coalition. Or, it's kind of like a Steve Irwin Coalition, yeah, not really Steve they, Irwin. They get down so there. Like all the smartest they're, minds they're in this badass field. badass people well, that love animals and and go and study them. Yeah, and they got a group and, and uh, we've got, Frank has some good friends down there. He goes and they do like wildlife surveys. And I believe a young lady named Rebecca went with him this time. Okay. And they went down there and they, they got right into it. And there's saw some big lizards <laughs> and um, went to some ruins and got rained on a lot. Oh, man. And had a blast. I am thankful, Frank, that, you know, he, his health is yeah. there. He's going and doing Just these things. Just thinking that. Uh, this is a guy who was, so, two, what, two years ago got out of surgery? I mean, like major surgery. It's amazing. And yeah. he is going to Belize and studying. And and catching again. big dogs. Like, and like being again. out like in that wilderness it. and yeah. in that heat and everything. Like somebody that had heart issues. Like he, he really I mean, cares. Uh, is he a good driver though, T? Well, speaking of all that, Driver? yeah, right. Like, can you drive, Frank? Right before he split, you know your brother. Sometimes he you he know. took me on a um, what's it? What do they call the um? It's like those little cars. Remember his brother hit Charlie's car? Yes, his brother did hit Charlie's so, car. He's got a little woods mobile, and he he took me on one of his wildlife surveys, and we went through a bunch of swamps. Is that what it's called? What the woods mobile? I forget what it's called. Okay. Anyways, uh, it's a little. Just that white truck. No, no, it's made for the woods. What do you call them? Side by side. Oh, I was going to say side by side. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, we went far and on the way back, we got stuck and it was the middle of the day and it was, we were cooking. Oh, uh, no. So you're in the middle of the day, stuck. Where? What did you have to do? Uh, we had to hoof it. Well, first, we tried to get it out and then we had to hoof it. It was hot and it was far, a little bit far. Anything crazy happened? Just I was thinking what yours thinking like. Well, just like <laughs> it's hot, you. you know, and uh, we were both about to overheat. And uh, anyway, we made it. Where we went. Were like, you? Were you all putting in your last words? Like, if I don't make it? Was out, stuff? out in the that, Enchanted like, Forest. Was that hardcore? Wait, no, this was in the nah. Enchanted Forest, so you weren't like too far no, from civilization? No, not at all. It was just the hottest part of the day. Yeah. And we we sat there and worked at it for a while, and we were like tuckered. Could well, you see that? a white vinyl fence from where you were standing? No, nah, no. Nah. Like, what if that would have happened way out in the St. John somewhere? And you feel like so far I would have had a... Big ass jug of water. You guys couldn't call anybody for help. We did, but we had to. They were out, and we had we're to. Men. We had to walk back and get Frank's vehicle and pull it out. But it was, it worked. It wasn't really a thing. I would have just okay. sat right there and started calling people. I said, Come to me. Well, I mean, like I was telling you guys that story. We got stuck out at five A once, man. And oh this yeah, was yeah. Like before like yeah. behind like, the old I mean, Dairy Queen, cell phones kind of worked and stuff, but like. This was like at two in the morning and it's like dark as fuck. I've been out there. And the thing is stuck and it was so terrifying. And one of our friends had to be the one to walk all the way up to where we could get cell service at the beep. That's all around all them mud holes in the dark. like trying to find your way. And like, we weren't prepared for that. We were literally drinking all night at MJ's, I'm sure. And thought, hey, it'd be a great idea to go to 5A and go money. So we used to do that behind the old DMV and the sand dunes and stuff. That's where Joe. And you get people get stuck out there all the time. Yeah. But like. Now there's houses there. This area. <laughs> hey, is Joe had when jumped his truck off a ledge out there. I remember. <gasps> oh my god. Yeah. I think I remember hearing that. He was nutty. Oh, we, Still is probably on a, on a bicycle in a truck Jeez. on a skateboard on a surfboard. He didn't give a fuck. We took him to Costa Rica 
once and he didn't surf a lot, but man, he was out there and like, it was overhead and he was punching, duck diving really easy and just kind of athletic, you know, yeah. like in a cool way. I miss wow. him. Yeah. I seen him on a BMX bike and I was like, damn, wow. he looked like Dave Lesky just. He has, awesome. that, he has that state of mind though. Like I felt like he really could do anything that he tried to do. Like, you know, I feel like everybody has that at some point where you have that confidence and like when you're a kid and it's until something breaks that or somebody breaks it to you that like, Hey, you can't really do everything or you break something. Yeah. It, 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 that reality check. But he like was living that, Hey, everything I do, I'm pretty good at and I can do this and have fun and be wild and crazy. Nothing's going to happen for like until, until shit hits the fan. And then, yeah. you know, I remember, I remember, I feel like when I was a kid, I was so good at everything. And then it was like, I got my head about something in softball and yeah. like not being able to hit. And it just fucked up everything with all my sports. I started doubting myself everywhere. Oh, and it's really? like that it mindset, you got to have that mindset to be good at sports or anything, really. Oh, it is. Like, it has to be consistent. Oh, God, Joe had that confidence, that's for sure. Yeah, I did not. I wanted to do the same jumps that, like, you know, when you was a kid, you'd jump your bikes and stuff. Yeah. You had your one buddy who could, like, they'd line up everybody and they'd ramp over them. Mm. I got into that for a little bit. Okay. And I got a concussion. Oh. Did you? Yeah. I jumped, I jumped my bike. I had a bike that I would jump. You know, we had a, a, some kids that made a ramp out in the woods. We were in Kentucky, so it was clay, you know. And it was clay really cool. kicker. Like, it was just real cool, you know. And uh did okay. I liked it. I never got hurt, really. Um, I saw some people get hurt, fall on their heads and stuff, and then I stopped doing all that shit. It's crazy the ones that just keep going back, yeah. though. Like, that takes some fucking guts, like, getting hurt, like, really. I, I watched everybody start skateboarding. You know, I did... I. I I tried to skateboard a little bit, but I busted my ass yeah. a few times and I just didn't have that. I want to keep feeling this. Like I just, I remember I hit the back of my head once and concussion. Crack a lot. Not worth it. And uh, I hurt my elbow real bad once. I scraped it just real bad. I'm just going to keep running track. And it just, <laughs> I just, I just, I think basketball is better for me. <laughs> I already liked that a lot, you know, and was good at it. And I think when you like, like are good at something, it makes it hard for you to waver. You're like, oh, I'm already good at this. Yeah. And I just kept the path, you know, and I'm glad I did. But um, all my friends, though, they all skateboarded. And it was amazing watching them learn how to do ollies or jump a ramp. And they'd be sitting out there with plywood building, spraying water on their plywood so it would bend so they could nail it in and make the half pipes like, and watching people do that. It's impressive. It it's like, like surfing, too. Do you ever get hurt so bad you thought you'd never surf again? No. No. You just always are like, I'm going to keep going. Yeah. It's because you like it that much, huh? Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty beat up right now and I ain't been super active or anything, but yeah, um, surfing, you're going to definitely get, get worked. Like everybody gets worked, but hopefully, um, okay. I'll just say if you watch, uh, Billy, it's Billy Kemper, Okay. his story, you'll be inspired to come back from anything. Okay. Cause he got flexed in Morocco, I think. Okay. And what he went through and what his, his trauma and he, what, how he's. I think I can pop it up on the screen. Yeah. Yeah. So. Hold on here. YouTube. I watched that one thing with, oh, who was that surfer that was doing the biggest what, waves? What's the guy's like, name? Oh my God. Billy Kemper. Pretty sure that's the name. Like how Billy Madison was the first thing that pops up. Right there. Yeah. It was okay. We need to get the the shorter view of it, right? Because that's like seventeen minutes. Is there like a? 
it's a hip and femur, just that. shredded wheat and a, it was a giant ordeal. That's like right. came close Ooh. to dying. It, it was a hassle to get him back. It's a story. It's big and it's inspiring. And then he, he ended up training super hard, probably trained with Laird Hamilton, I heard. And now he's, uh, he's killing it. Man, I can't Inspiring. imagine having like that much passion for something like that. Deep. Yeah. Are we watching this while people are going to listen to us watch something? <laughs> I feel bad. No, no, just keep talking. Like regular. I'm trying to find something. So yeah. You so get... anyways, uh, wham, we were, how do we get off of Frank? <laughs> no, but. Uh, uh, Frank part... got you stuck talking about surf accidents and stuff like that you know like you know we're just talking about like uh doing the sports and yeah getting to a level i i surfed a lot my uncle gary like i was we were at the beach this weekend on sunday and Allie paddled out and it was like it was a uh, you know uh shallow and then it was had a deep about 10 11 foot trough and then boom a sandbar where it was waist high and all the waves were breaking on that trough so they were very weak you could drop in on it but then the wave would kind of die off into that deep water and then swell again up on shore, you know? And uh, Allie was tr kind of surfing in the middle of that. My Uncle Gary would happen to be out there, and, you know, I was just about to go out there and swim out to her and get her to go out past that deep spot because she was being conservative. Let's just try to catch some waves. And uh, uh, it was gnarly, and she fears you know sometimes falling busting your ass or getting mm -hmm. too deep or getting to a spot where it's you know oh yeah current you know all, she gets all those all the things you fear when fears. you're first learning it and uh, uh it, it it's cool i uh loved surfing though so much uh gary you know taught me and he'd take me to stewart raw all these different places and he got me to stand up and turn on a way the first wave like Darren Craig made a board for him that, you know, I ended up using forever. And uh, it was so amazing uh, that I would go off on my own. I had a whole spring suit and I'd go wherever, you know, I'd chase a wave up and down the coast by myself. And I was just happened to be down by Cherry Down Park. And by myself, it was cold, real cold. So I had like a spring suit on. And uh, I hit, I jumped up on a wave and it was like a foot deep sand, like like it was a sandbar, just like, you know what, me and Allie were witnessing. And uh, it was so shallow, though, when I, uh, when I fell forward, my chin and everything just went straight into the sand, practically. And then the board uh, came around and hit me on the eye. Oh, yeah. You know, the fin. So and, uh, I jumped up and I have like a helmet thing on my head, you know, because it was really cold. Okay. And so I Hoodie. didn't even notice that I was hurt yet, but I was just kind of stunned. And I came up out of the water and there was like, I just saw blood drop and then drop on me. I'm like, oh, oh no. Shit. So I put my hand up on like that and I got up on the shore, you know, and I ran into the, uh, uh, over the, to my truck and I put the board in my truck and I got in the truck and I'm like, you know, I'm leaking pretty good, oh, but no. it's not too bad. I can feel that it's not too bad. I'm looking at the rearview mirror. So I just like put like a bunch of uh, uh, towel on it and I was just going to drive home. And I started driving down the freaking 528. I went over the uh, uh, the little uh, where the port is. Yeah. That little bridge mm -hmm. there. And then I started to black out. So I had to pull over 
and parked there and like I got real like lightheaded and I kind of came to and I was fine the rest of the way after that. Oh my God. So yeah, it was like, I got a concussion of some kind. <sighs> the sketch that nobody wants. All by yourself. Fiberglass floating in your brain. Oh, you know, man. that's happened. And uh, I'm going to. Wait, what? If you don't want, no, it's some people have had like a, a nose of a board hit and go so deep. That ship of the fiberglass get inside. But can I throw some other, uh, I don't know what it says, like a respect to uh, deceased surfer Mikala Jones, who recently uh, yeah, passed in Indonesia. He caught the rare but hated, uh, I believe it was like a skeg to the femoral artery and went real quick. And he was an awesome person. Yeah. Wait, what happened to him? He caught a, a surfboard skeg. He was surfing Indonesia, probably like a gnarly wave and cause he was like a specialist and uh Hawaiian. And he's like, I think he's 44 plenty family going to remember him and us too. But he got the, a fin in his uh, thigh to his femoral artery and it happened quick. Like sliced it real. Oh my God. Freaking. I didn't even think about something like that ever happening. The, the little, so the little girl that got bit that Frank knows this young lady got bit in Canaveral, and they they took her right to the hospital. They were afraid that the shark might have nicked the same artery. That's always like, yeah. that's hard to clamp on that one, you know. Yeah. But yeah, man, that happened, and I mean, I still after that, you know, I mean, it freaked me out. But I still went out, surfed a lot, and even after, by myself a few times. It wasn't until I really threw out my shoulder to where I needed surgery and never did. So when you, whenever I pushed up on a board, I think I'd be okay now. But when I pushed up on a board, my Shoulder would pop out all the way. I used to ride horses and I got thrown off and it, it fucked me up. Like Just I was locates. a little, I, well, no, I was, the, I was the young kid. I got thrown off and I hit a fence and I had a bruise. Like it, literally my body, I had a bruise from my stomach to the, my back. And I was in, a, I had a neck brace and like, I was a young kid. Yeah. But like, I could never get over it. And like, I remember when I got better, my mom's like, oh, you got to get back on the horse. <laughs> and like. I remember the next time, like, I actually worked up the courage. Yeah. I purposely fell off and was like, I couldn't do it, and I haven't ridden a horse since. Have you had one of those, like, just one of those epic failures, like, like just eat it hard and something and just doubt whether you're going to do it again? <laughs> Gave it up. I, I haven't had it yet. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I did the canyon jump on Babalu's ramp out in the woods there and, and landed wrong, and I was over it. I was like, man, I'm just going to surf because I ain't good at skating. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. I've done that. Yeah. Yeah. You've had to have a lot of them because you're like, you've always been active <laughs> and active in that, in that capacity. Yeah. I, I got pretty worked a lot and worked hard a lot. And <laughs> yeah. Uh, you break a lot of bones. I, yeah. I broke some bones. Yeah. I got a lot. I think I got slammed a lot and yeah. it's always. Scott's broke yeah, bone at a concert. <laughs> not oh, yeah, doing was, an extreme sport. It's not <laughs> a bionic knee. It's stronger now than it was. It's not really. There's like rods and screws and shit all up in it. Fine. I, it actually goes off at airports and shit a little bit. Isn't it crazy? They Tony Hawk still skateboards. By it. Yeah. To be honest, sorry. I mean, no. but like, I was just thinking about like people getting hurt. That guy's been hurt so many fucking times. I mean, and he still skates every single day. All yeah, he's guys. gnarly. Yeah. I've seen him do a Statue of Liberty just on the ramp, just a pop. Like, you know, when you stop at the transition. It's a, I mean, on the ramp. When, you're, when you're doing, you're an athlete. But like, think you're about, an athlete so just like any sport. He's been doing that, like, pretty much 
his entire living life that he can remember. And at some point he's going to get to an age where that thing is going to be taken from you. Can you imagine what that is going to be like for him? He's going to keep it cruisy. Like how's he, right? He'll figure yeah. out some way. Cause like, yeah. I can't imagine him not skating, but I can't imagine like an 85 year old out there doing whatever the fuck they can do on him. But I mean, I guess they are looking a lot different nowadays. Jerry Lopez says he's a famous pipeline surfer. He says the way I surf today is, so I can surf tomorrow. Mm. But he's still he's still out there. I always look up to my Uncle Gary, you know. Yeah, you know, he's so he, awesome. He's he, gonna uh, do the the trail, man. I mean, the he was just trail. out there, you know. He's like, he got there seven thirty eight o'clock, you know. Yeah, he's on little, it a little bit away. It's those tightest. That it's like that little group of his tightest full friends, like you know, because Scott Hoffman used to be out there all the time. Oh yeah, which, oh, it sucks about Hoffman's. He's gonna be out there. He's going back right. out there. <laughs> but I know I asked Scott, oh, yeah. like I went and saw them because Hoffman's just had their last weekend. That, they closed on Sunday. That does really suck because my dad for Father's Day we uh, went that next night on Monday night to dinner over at Hoffman's and he sat there and talked to us, you know, him and his wife for a little while. Yeah. And, and they're so awesome. Yeah. Like yes. Just amazing, amazing people. And I, my Gary and, you know, Scott have been very close for years. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we had three Scots. So my dad, Scott, and Scott, and Scott, right? And uh, just all his stories mm-hmm. of his life of cooking <clears throat> and being a restaurant, you know, owning restaurants and, you know, some of the old places where he learned how to cook. And, Lorenzo's. And, and yeah. All the old school places and then going and surfing all the time. But yeah, so he's still like, I know is in contact with Gary yep. and like all those guys are still doing the same thing they did when they were in high school, going yeah. to play London surfing. And that Bill is Chamberlain. so fucking cool. Bill Chamberlain got bit by a shark not long ago and he got it back in the water. I, I think, saw recently. that. Bill, yeah. I'm shouting out. Bill Chamberlain has gotten the water. Yeah, he surf. quit. Yeah. And he, he got quit, back. And he got back. Wow. He's selling boards online and everything, calling it out. I remember when he almost drowned in like 1983 out in the six to eight foot waves. He had that long hair and he came on the beach. He's like, give me a knife. And he (laughs) cut his ponytail off. (laughs) Hey, look, uh, as a kid, I lived in Kentucky. So when I come down, I'd come down for the summer. So my dad would fish at Playland Beach. So he'd have a rod out at like Eddy Creek on the beach down there. Then at five and six, usually it was six is where the older guys surfed. Mm-hmm. And they all surfed at six. So you had like, uh, was it Bill Orlando Bill or Orlando George, George Robinson? He had a grill, right? All day long. And he'd sit out there and grill people, would be fishing, bringing fish over. They just grill out and drink beer, just sit out there. It was the, the coolest thing for a kid coming down for yeah. the summer to get to go hang out and learn how to surf. So I hate you when know, people say Titusville sucks because I'm like, the, I don't think of it like that, man. Like, Titusville's like got these things that he's talking my about. My mom has pictures at Playland the Beach where she was pregnant, you know, laying out with like my cousin Mike, uh, his mom, you know, Sherry, and laying out uh, at the beach at like six while there's, you yeah. know, surfing and people are fishing and hanging out and drinking and then listening to music. And everybody would hang up, hang out. That's Dave Post, by the way. We got a Dave Post phone call. Dang it. Right on the show. It's fine. Right. We give him the shout out just for it. Love it. Cool. Um, but uh, on the uh, uh, boardwalks, uh-huh. if you were a chick in a nice bikini, uh, every you had to go by 15 Believe me, to 20 guys I on hate each it. side. It was the worst. Like, I'm not yeah. kidding. As a girl, like in high school with all her friends trying to go to the beach where we all want to go to five and six and watch everybody surf because that's what you got to do. But you have to walk through 
all those fucking guys at the end of the pier. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you yeah. feel so self-conscious because you're like, oh, my God, how, how do I look right now? I got to look good. Please don't fall. Like, don't make, you know, because uh, it's like you don't know who's going to be up there. The light's shining in your face. No you doubt. just see bodies. It's uh, very intimidating seeing all it, these hey. ripped guys with their surfboards it, just at the end of the fucking right. boardwalk. <laughs> and then you walk by and you like you can hear and you're like, oh, God, I hope they're impressed. Yeah. <laughs> like, And then and then eventually you become friends with them all. And then you're yeah. like, get the fuck out of my way. Yeah, it's so true. It, and it's like as a young kid. That is the coolest shit in the world. You want to be one of those dudes at the is, end. That's what it was. Yeah. Is, is being someone like Gary was my uh, my ticket to the VIP section. So Gary knew all these Grandfathered kids. This in. is my grandson, you know, my nephew, yeah. but, you know, blah, blah, blah. So then they were all cool with yeah. me. So then you'd sit up there on the thing and look at the chicks with yeah. them, you know, like. Rrr. It was Dude. a total yeah, thing. And it's so funny hearing your perspective and yeah. then like have how it was for me and my friends. Yeah. But it was like, there were some times I was like, I'm not feeling it. I'm going to park at three and walk down. Cause like, I don't want to walk through. And like, if certain guys were uh, there and like my friends had just had some kind of like, fuck that dude, yeah, we'd have to go park at the other pier and then walk down because they didn't want to have to walk uh, in front of them. Yep. Like, oh my uh, God. The, here's, here's, I just feel drama. Here was a big point for me. It was, uh, Gary would take me to all these different places to surf. We'd, and I'd practice in Cocoa Beach a lot where the waves were weaker, you know, it was a weaker wave there. But my uh, dad, they had a condo down there and we'd stay all the time. So we'd boogie board and surf down there yeah. all, as much as we could, too. And then we got to go to Sebastian a couple of times. He take it was everywhere. So when you go to play Linda, a lot of times it was either, you know, uh, hard to get a good wave because you had the pros and mm -hmm. you had a lot of people out there. And being a you know, like a, a newbie, yeah, you, know? you ain't getting and, it. And and Gary taught me like he take me to you know, New Smyrna all the time, but he taught me about the respect of the surf etiquette, you yeah. know. And you don't be cutting in front like he and he Gary's good on being that respectful person to everybody and everybody. Kinda, don't drop in, don't back paddle. Yeah, all the yeah. The things you need to know before you go surfing at yes. Playland. Don't bail your board in front of somebody so it's before you go surfing at a place yeah. that's a respectable place. And it's intimidating. <laughs> yeah. You know, so as a, as a kid, it's intimidating. And then there's other, you see other kids your age that are kind of doing it and they're kind of, you know, but the, it's usually the older guys that are really in the right spots getting what they yeah, want. Of course and, they are. Okay. And it, that's just the way. So I was in a B league, like a little the B wave section, I would call it, you know, on sometimes. And there was one time in particular, I just remember, uh, uh, I was, I think it was like the second or third time I got this six eight fun shape board from Darren Craig. It was orange, and Gary let me use it and ga gave it to me, and I had it for years, and then he got it back, uh, and still I think might still have it. Um, is I got up on a wave and did like a lux on my goofy foot on the left. And I just went all the way down. I was hitting, hitting up on the six, eight and I was hitting up on the lip a little bit and coming down. I just, it was a really good wave. I remember it was the grand poop where, where I got claps from the people up there. I was like, yeah, was that like life changing? So good. I was, that's, that's why I would go down to Coco and surf in the winter with the spring. I was really into it. Hey, was it different yeah. when, <clears throat> when girls were at the beach watching you guys surf? Like, did you feel different when you were out there about to catch a wave? I've never asked, I could, like, actually talked to I think somebody I was about too this. young to care at the time. Well, like, cause in high school, I know that the guys paid attention because the girls were school, definitely paying attention. More, but... We knew who was the good surfers. <laughs> like, and oh, it was, yeah. it was, it changed your yeah, like You're back in our high totally school, it was, you had uh, uh, James Kolchak, 
uh, at Astronaut yep. was really good. He ripped. Billy Jenkins. Yeah. Uh, then there was a uh, 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 Chris Chris Jernigan. Uh, uh, Ryan was always really good. Oh no. No, it was it was a, a young little kid, a short kid. He. Uh, oh man, uh, I I know who you're just saying. It's Sir the B, right? At, he worked. Yeah, he worked at um, Stickies for a while. I think. It wasn't John Carr though. No, no, no. no, no. It was but like John a Birmingham or yeah. like something. He was younger. Yes, I remember. And he was that astronaut with us, and and because uh, he hung out with like Jay Knight and all them. He did. And Aaron McNear, like I, you know, we both uh, uh, in high school. This is gonna drive me nuts. Some missing link. We here. can't keep and going on with this. Remember. though. He was real cool. Buckner. Uh, no. No. Mm-hmm. No. All right. Lost in space. Skip it. Anyway, all but in, and then coming from Kentucky to come to high school and move here, my second half of my freshman year, I come to Astronaut, right? And I play basketball, you know, and I'm, you know, play for the team and everything. But surfers was a whole different genre of high school experience. Like everyone wore flip flops and just, you know, it was a total different O'Neill. You had all your billable, you had all your, it's a whole different, uh, uh, Kentucky had none of that. Yeah. There was no surfing surfers of any kind. And then coming here to that, it was really cool. Culture. Actually, yeah. it was a culture difference. And uh, I, I loved it. You know, let me ask you, do you know either y'all know Barry Woodbeck? No. Okay. Up on a boardwalk on a really good day. It was, I think it was a day that uh, Caroline Marks got the cover of Eastern surf mag, but it, it was a play Linda, right? And I was yep. up on the boardwalk. It was one of them cool days. And I was looking at a, some float, some floating log or something with the binoculars. And Barry looks up at me and everybody's out there. And he's like, hey, T. And I'm like, looking, I pull the binoculars. What's up? And he goes, is that your binocular stance? And I realize, you know, I'm doing the. <laughs> 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 it's like, thanks. Uh, uh, it was so cool. Like my dad had friends, uh, um, Chris Crawford. Was uh, who got me into comics and why I collect comics now and bought this uh, even brother of Jeff Crawford, yeah. pipe master. Yep. Dad, oh, really? dad taught at Astronaut High School. Yep. Right. Yep. Really good surfer. Uh, and uh, Chris, they lived in New Smyrna, right on the beach. I remember right where the road curved there. Yep. Right. Yeah. Hurricanes kind of messed them up Man. over there. Like, but he had I comics. wish Lauren were here right now to talk about all this stuff. With the, he, he had comics, dude, and he gave me my first Punisher War Journal number one. He goes, I'm just going to give you one comic to start your collection with. And he he probably had 30 of them because he had 30 of everything. You know, yeah. it was all meticulously, you know, cataloged. And a hurricane got it all. Ooh, ouch. A hurricane got that whole deal. Remember when A1A down south of right there uh, before you, like Bethune, yep. you can see the old road when you drive by. It's all chewed out. I remember yep. when that happened. It's crazy, man. And yeah. dude, Daytona and all that, it's all messed up now. I saw they're working on some of that. It's terrible, though. What is that? Rebar. Rebar sticking out yeah. of the ground. It's There's a, what is the place? It's like when you're driving north, because um, we always go, we go to St. Augustine, we take the beach, like route, the inlet that's A1A. in there. Matanza. But like there's the right. houses on stilts that are like, on the water, like on the ocean, they used to have roads and stuff that could get to them. But the last few hurricanes have like totally wiped it out to where like when you drive by and you see these houses on stilts now, like you couldn't even get into their doors now because there's no way to get up that high. And there's like no way to like access it without like a four wheeler of some sort, wow. because all of the the sand that has just reached 
so far. What is that? Brian's going to kill me. We've gone like three times. I love it. So cool looking. I, I feel bad for their pain, but they had houses yeah. on the ocean yeah. and you know, you know, you're insane on stilts. <laughs> like I got a house in the swamp. So yeah, I mean, Oh God, what happened to you? That hurricane. It's the last one. It's swollen up now that I saw the, the gutters are getting bled into. There's a little bit of water. Are you worried about this season? I mean, like it's coming right now. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready okay. to rock. Yeah. We're finally getting our bay window replaced because right now, you know, there's no drywall there. So our air conditioning bill like was outrageous. I bet. And they're going to start working on it next week. Like, I can't They're wait. upgrading all the pipes here in, in our neighborhood. They've been working on it for weeks. They worked on it last year, but then hurricane season came. They had to stop or something. Some other big job came up where they couldn't finish it. So then they came back to it. Well, I can see Titusville's on it right now, cleaning out all the ditches yeah. and stuff, like getting yeah. ready. Smart. Proud of our town, man. I love our town. Do y'all? I love Titusville. I really did, do. Did you go to the river Mims. after the hurricanes this year when uh, it was flooded here? The river was, I don't know if you know, the Indian River was maxed out. It, no. It, and it is now. Yeah, it's still swollen up. It's really swollen up. We just right went now. for the first time on a boat. Like Lauren and JP took us with the kids. Yeah, like, I saw two that. Two weeks ago. That was awesome. Like a couple of It was actually. How much fun today? Really have? cool. Do you know that the dolphins came right up to our boat? Like they've never done that before. And like, we're swimming next to the boat where we were out. And so like oh, my kids cool. are looking in there. I'm like, dude, you need to look at this. This is like never happens. And so me and Lauren were like, Oh my God, let's go swim with them. And so I had to like try to find a life jacket real quick, but yeah. they took off, but it was such a cool, like my kids got their first experience wow. and JP is a boat captain. So I felt safe and Lauren's a nurse. Yeah. It's like this is the best chance I'm yeah. going to have for them. And just another reason like Titus feels That's like, great. you know, fucking That's fantastic. Best. They it came really from is. Port St. John and drove all the way down and picked us up like right there by Pier 220. There's like I mean, a like a walk. I didn't even know that was there. Like you could just. It's walk such a cool boat. boating community around yeah. here too, because you got the St. Johns. You so you got all of that access. You got all the different rivers and the lakes, and then you know you got uh, um, the no motors ocean guys yeah. that go offshore. You got the guys that do all the port you know stuff. Yeah. Then you got all your Indian banana rivers and all cars your park. Yeah, car park. Get all the partiers out. Apparently in Merritt Island, there's like you can go out to the islands. All and people are selling Silver food Glen, and snow cones and shit. Silver Glen and shit and party like, in the in the you know. Hopefully and, picking up their trash, right? Hopefully, yeah. and that's 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 the thing that gets me out at uh, you know. Uh, you got keeping Bavar beautiful and yeah. stuff that they do a lot of stuff out and cleanups and everything. And uh, when you go out there and see how many people just throw their trash. It's bullshit. Yeah. Fishing. It's like they're going to close it down. If hey, people... we should sponsor a section and go clean I, it up. I like, will do. Me and Allie. It'll used be like to... the adjust the mic section. Because uh, Play Linda does that. They really? have a spot that they do. They do a if Black Point Drive thing and show it's me, sponsored show me by where Play Linda. And we'll do it. Okay. Yeah, because. Uh, I'd be down to do that. Me and Allie <clears> have those clamps, little clamper things. Mm -hmm. And we used to go out to do the refuge drives. And then we'd stop and we'd, you know, get open, tr you know, trash things out and fill trash thing out. People would drive by and thank us. It made you feel good. You yeah. Know? But it's like, Jesus Christ, if you don't, there's signs out Y'all there. Y'all look into it because it'll it like have a little plaque too. Like, this up, this part's will clean close by this. this area. You know, especially out yes. there when you get out past the bio lab and you're going out to all those little back roads where you can get up close to the river and catch redfish and everything. Yeah. That's Don't trash that stuff, man. Well, yeah, don't trash none of it. We, Frank and I talked to some folks from Panther Airboats and they're all about keeping it clean. Dude, I, I would be all about having a cleanup, even that we did as a show or as something that we did on weekends or once a month or something. It's probably wherever. something good for the kids to do anyways, honestly. totally about setting up an event online and getting people to come to. We got the kid, Clayton. 
Oh yeah, Clayton's cleanup from the freaking Eco Fest. Remember Clayton's cleanup? I'm doing this, but no. that young yeah, <laughs> that was the young kid that was on the podcast and was recording with us and his family. Hey, let's do it for Frank real. Had him let's set make it up. A thing. Frank had him set up, and we're in his group, Clayton's cleanup group. I wonder if we can get Clayton to promo us to go out to do a cleanup and get him to join well, us. Well, you know, Karen and Tom that lived down the street cool. from you, they would be down to do that because oh, they yeah. love doing that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. there's so many people that, like, maybe Definitely. I could just shoot, like, through the brewery, but yeah. we wouldn't, I don't know how often you do it, but I know that at Playland, it was like once a month, they would have a meetup and whoever went, like, and then the brewery would buy them pizzas and stuff afterwards, yeah. but they would clean up a section. And monthly, they found so much, it's like tires and, like, Huge things. You're like, how are people throwing out entire bags of trash out here? Well, like, maybe we can do what? it with Playland and see if they still do it. Oh, they definitely still do it. And then we'll just join them, you know, and do a little collab with it and just Katie support, would love support that. Support their calls because like the, if somebody's already yeah. doing it, then yeah, it's better just to put a light on them. <sighs> That's good stuff. Good show for guys. real. Cool. Yeah. All the ties for love. All right, I got one last thing. I'm not going to do my other things. I just got to. Here gotta, it comes. This, this is, is it. So good. Oh man. Um, so I was looking at trying to look for some misconnections and I had a couple decent ones, but nothing to brag about. And our shows was really good tonight. So I'm not going to misconnections sour it with my okay. misconnections. Uh, but I saw this, I went to their <clears throat> services section of Craigslist. People still use Craigslist. It's, it's amazing. Um, I saw a post on there. It's a, and it was, says it's not in the misconnections area of services. It was in like, all services or whatever the love guru intimacy coaching for women palm beach county south florida treasure coast okay that's the location mormon right he's a mormon just kidding he's just like somebody goes bachelor parties and shows girls have a good head or something so the love guru (laughs) do we know can a guru be a female i have no idea how that works are there female gurus guru s I don't know. Okay, because listen, this sounds to me like a guy wrote this. All right, read it. But oh, you got tell more, me if it's more? a girl, okay, oh. or if it's a guy. Ladies, are you tired of being lonely, frustrated, unfulfilled, neglected, stuck in a rut, not enough? Are you having trouble with your direction and self confidence? Is your personal life lacking the love, intimacy, and guidance that you crave? Do you want to unblock, open up, and explore your inner sensuality in a safe way? I'm here to help you. The love guru, right? I work with females to raise vibrations and elevate mind, body, and spirit. I know firsthand about overcoming great personal obstacles and and internal blockages, including cult deprogramming on the path of self-empowerment. I am a motivator and a great listener. I'm experienced in healing the power of touch as well as connecting intimately and healing on a spiritual and sensual level. I am the safe option for exploration of deep desires, including various types of play. I am a plus one and companion when needed. A plus, okay. Uh, Totally sounds like a chick wrote this. I am divine masculine here to deal the divine feminine with you. So is that him saying it's a man? Hmm. I don't know, but I I can see a girl writing that. I travel within South Florida and the Treasure Coast. Email me for info. Um, 
if I was like some dude trying to just make some shit happen, I could be a love guru and chat GPT this. Yeah, you could now. Let's tie in some AI and make some shit sound badass and then just be posting it all over the place and be what? I could be anything. Could yeah, but be anything. who's really calling that? Who's checking Craigslist? Somebody probably. Read but this is I the printed thing. this out like, to read it. This is almost like <laughs> I might have given this guy a customer. Like sorry, don't don't go. I do can this. believe that this is a thing because like on all those shows I watch, there's tons of women Tantric. with tons of issues and tons of therapies are shown. I'm talking every crazy thing you can think of. And there are ones that go to see like a love coach to help them learn yeah. to love again because they have been abused or wow. whatever. So Finding somebody like, but the whole thing of like, I'll be in that with you. That's kind of like, okay, well, this isn't a professional. Obviously, like that sounded well. That was well written. I it thought. was probably ChatGPT that wrote it. I don't know. That, I bet like, they're like write a write an ad I'm just for saying, somebody who wants to be in a threesome with people or just, uh, like who posts this on Craigslist. Like, I mean, I get it. I guess I get it. They're posting to get get laid and they're trying to be creative. You it out, so you can even it's got technology behind it. I'll let you figure that out and scan it. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to end that good show on that creepy story. <laughs> oh, on Apple TV, watch uh, The Crowded Room. The Crowded Room? It goes with the story. Is it funny? No. Well, it's, then I don't want to do, want... Do you know Tom Holland, Spider-Man? Yes. Don't you love the kid? Uh, I like, mean, he's a good actor. Okay. Like, he does really good in Spider... Anything he's yeah, been in. Yeah, he's, he's cute. He's awesome kid, you know? Uh, he's dating that Zendaya girl. Yeah. Or Zendaya. Yeah, she's awesome. Like... She's I don't know if I'm saying a, it right either. She's, no, so ta- she's so talented that that Euphoria show that she's doing that won all those yeah. awards and her soundtrack's amazing and all that. Uh, okay. Tom Holland is taking a year off of acting because of this series. He says it was too traumatizing. It, it affected him in a deep what was way. This? It's a, a TV series on Apple TV. It's called The Crowded Room. It's dark. And it is dark. It uh, the crowded room is in a reference that I don't really want to like ruin it for anybody. I kind of want you. To, his head. Uh, there you go. You know, uh, it is amazingly done. All right. Well, now uh, I have homework. You got like you have like four <laughs> episodes of like what is happening, and you're like listening, and he's like giving you all his life history and stuff. Right? He's in like he's arrested, and and uh, he has a psychiatrist lady who's. She loves the rare cases and the like the crazy like the she wants to make a name for herself and a lot of her uh people kind of hate on her for what she does, right? All right. Like, oh, you're just trying to be famous. You know what I mean? And she gets a connection with this kid and that they just riff and it just all and right. then all of a sudden an episode hits that I'm not gonna tell you, but it's just where you go, Okay, I'm all in now. All right. Now I see what's going on. You know, when is it, all, it like WandaVision? <laughs> you got to put up with the first three episodes and yeah. finally be like, ah, there great, it is. Great reference. <laughs> exactly. Because that, that bothered me too. The first three episodes, I stopped. I didn't watch it. Like, same. And then Charlie's like, like, no, you got to go. You got to keep going. Done. I did the same thing with this, with the crowd. Room. Right. I went three episodes, four episodes, and I was like, ah, I'm done. And then all of a sudden, I just one night kind of went back into it. And then all of it started dropping. And I'm like, oh, oh dude, this is awesome. Oh my God. I just need to be in right frame. I need to be in a darker frame of mind, I guess. All right. It's a. I'll take Tom, a break from uh, Bravo. Tom Holland, hit, like, you understand why he would have to take a year off of acting when you see 
the last, like I just watched episode nine, I think. And I was like, okay. All right, I'm down. I'm about to go uh, a year off from watching this type of I want to be surprised. It's, it's been a while that's not like you can watch a TV show that literally like surprises the fucking shit out of you. Yeah, it's cool. Like that's why I like reality TV so much because it's not being written. And so like when the shit happens, you know, it's all organic and like you're like, yeah, why? Like, yeah. yeah. That's, that's why uh, Vanderpump Rules got me so good. They got nominated for an Emmy, people. All right. Mm-hmm. Did they really? Two Emmys. Yes, nice. they did. So, nice. yeah, now they're filming yeah. again. Can't wait. Well, I can't wait to tell you guys all about it. It's, um, there's not many people recording anything right now. I know. Like, so I, I'm I think fine. Everybody's going to be podcasting. <laughs> we have a lot more competition now, guys. Oh, man. <laughs> all right. So. You guys are recording I'm later not this ready. week. I'm not going to act. I'm going to talk. Oh, God. Yeah. Talk about this. Yeah. We're going to get together with. Uh, uh, tomorrow night. Uh, I think uh, if Dave's still on, we're going to check either t- tomorrow night or, or Thursday night. We're going to get a good friend, Dave Barinko. Yes. Uh, in, and we'll give you the whole uh, scoop on uh, this. I won't be here. I know. And you, you're going to be. We'll have him around. We're going to powwow win next this tripod. Yep. Yeah, because uh, Brent gets back on Friday. So um, next week, maybe, if possible. Yeah. And if not, then the uh, week after. But I'm down for whenever. Okay. Same. Uh, I'm, I'm cool with us. If we ever get like, uh, or, hey, I mean, I've got this energy. I'm going to pop two, three, four shows out in a couple weeks and then not do any for a month or two. Or if, if we do them every week, if we do every other, I'm cool with all of it as long as everybody's happy and wants to do it. I'm going to need you to talk to Tim Gibbs, see if we can go record at Kelsey's. I'll talk, I talked to him today. Can we go record at Kelsey's? I'll, I'll talk to him and Nick. How cool would yes, that be? we can do that probably. Like with, I'm going to be in there. I'm going to yeah. be in there with Frank tomorrow. Find I, out. I'll ask him. Okay. But okay. I talked to Tim and I told him you were going to hit him up. Yes, I will. I, I, I kind of wanted to get with everybody. but uh, Cool. Okay. I want we'll to talk get, about this I after. Get, I want to get Tim here to record, but I want to go record over there too, because there's there's a couple versions of Tim. Tim was a big part of me and our friend Kevin that we were talking about today. Yeah, Hoyt, uh, they were like best friends, and uh, that little circle, uh, it, they were real. They kind of helped me grow up a little bit. You know what I mean? From mm-hmm. being in high school to kind of getting out of school and kind of being this little. I'm a good boy. I've never done anything wrong. <laughs> uh, oh, let's try these things. Corrupted. Oh yes, they corrupted me. All right. So, uh, yeah, I love. Uh, well, it was nice getting back together with you guys. I missed yes, you. Sorry I've been sick. Glad you're not. Uh, glad you're glad better. You're okay. Yeah, man. Made it through. I didn't smell nothing. Everything was good. Hey, I was, I was a trooper. Brent won't tell you that, <laughs> but like we even went How's to Magic doing? Kingdom sick because it was Declan's birthday. How's he doing? He's good. He's all right. He, Brent just gets things done he he can power through like anything i don't know how he does it he's in the same pain as me and i'm like in bed like i can't do it i'm not gonna do it I'm kind of a wussy too i'm horrible i don't i don't take being sick well thank god thank god he loves me <laughs> all right guys all right Tea? it was a great show until next time i'm thankful appreciate you guys yeah Daisy's in a tube-top, screaming from the top of her lungs. This all ends tonight. Daddy's on the floor!